Hey besties, welcome to Homeroom. Today we are recapping season one, episode eight, tech rehearsal, and we are joined by Helene today. Hi, I'm Helene. I'm Le Film Cult on Twitter. And my big three is like nothing new. It's uh, Gina, EJ, and Ricky. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I mean, they're the best. What can you do? Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So what are our thoughts on episode eight? Who is the winner of, wait, no. Who's the loser of the episode? I guess um, Gina is one of them because she wasn't there <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. I'd say Ricky, too. He looked real pathetic at the beginning, being sad over Gina. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, the theater, like, they just found out it caught on fire, and he's texting her (laughs) 7 a.m. in the morning. The scene of him just sitting on the floor, like, looking absolutely devastated. (laughs) Honestly, kind of in a way, Miss Jen, in my opinion, was a loser. I mean, first of all, she burned down the auditorium, which... I'm kind of confused, like, they put her on trial and almost fired her over, like, kind of, like, just a little lie on her resume, but they just don't get in trouble for literally burning down part of the school. <laughs> I think they didn't find out it was them till later, but, like, even then, they didn't no. want to investigate it. Exactly, <laughs> especially her. She's already fishy, so why not look into it? Right, and the theater, like, she already has no life. She's the only person going in this theater. Yeah. But yeah, and she it, definitely is the loser, too, because we learned about her little sob story. <laughs> is that the last apple? <laughs> that was so fun. Like, <laughs> imagine being cut. Like, even, it's not even, you wouldn't even think it'd be a big deal, but, like, I'd be so mad if I got casted in a Disney Channel movie and, like, everyone else's line is in it and my one line is cut and then the movie ends up blowing up like oh my god i'd be mad especially since literally all the people in high school musical with the one-liners like they still have clout kind of i mean right look at pop and lock girl right coach bulletin they can get their cameos (laughs) on their tv shows yeah is that the last apple oh god but this (laughs) episode is with the um lucas grabeel or great i don't know how to say his last name um cameo and that was probably the worst scene of the entire season honestly and i'm upset about it because you think you think with him there they'll do something more over the top entertaining it was just like boring broadway like it wasn't even dazzling or anything like you'd think maybe they do a i want it all type thing yeah honestly it was dead and then it being a hallucination that was funny <laughs> the the slap was pretty funny deserved i'm so happy he did that right <laughs> oh my god but speaking about carlos carlos and ej in this episode oh it started a whole ship guys that was so great honestly i know they're not gonna do anything with them but they should. Like, what are they have a setting? really interesting dynamic? And I was just watching the scene pack, like my scene pack, and I was watching the scene where um, EJ goes up to Carlos and says, "Like, oh, I think, or I admire you, or something." Like, 
it just had a really strange energy. Like, I know they're not going to do anything with it, but, like, it seems like they're going to. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, kind of queer baiting to me. That conversation was, like, really, like, heartfelt, especially, like, since they, like, rarely talk to each other. And I think it's just interesting that they have that whole, like, dynamic that episode that, like, they can have a conversation like that. But we don't even get a conversation like that between Carlos and Seb. And they're supposed to be in a relationship. (laughs) Right. But, like, it seems like the way also EJ was talking, it seems like that was, like, the first compliment he ever gave someone else. Yeah. <laughs> he was like choking on his words. He was like, that was so. Mm-mm. And then Carlos had to like try to guess, and he was like, no, no, no. It was so. Um, I don't know. And I was yeah, like, even, even Carlos was like, was that a compliment? Like, he was so surprised. I feel bad for Carlos, low key. Because, I mean, he's always just trying to. He tries to fix stuff and he does his best. Like, he got them to the theater and like. He was so upset with the way it ended and it just like wasn't his fault at all right mm-hmm. he's just holding up the drama club by his with his bare hands to be, be honest he can be one of the winners of the episode even though he was like being pathetic eating that popcorn on the ground <laughs> um, i'm gonna count him as a winner no you know what's so sick he's sitting there eating that popcorn alone like so sad and seb is just going and terrorizing courtney <laughs> <laughs> like Seb didn't want to be with his man. He's just going to go ask Courtney why she doesn't stay in a woman's place and do makeup. That conversation, like, it was so weird. I don't know what they were going for. Me either. Like, I guess they were trying to build a friendship and say, like, he just really likes makeup or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, Courtney's better than me. I would have I would have gotten really mad. I would have told someone off. Right. I would have been like, what do you mean? Like, what? And then uh, Courtney's cover in the first place, like, it wasn't good. And I feel so bad. Because, like, that was supposed to be a big shocking moment. But if that was a big shocking moment, then why did she sing better in episode six during Truth Justice? Yeah. You're right. Well, yeah. You're right. Because she killed that. And nobody really said anything. It's Like, they made it seem like this was the first time she ever sung. Yeah, and she sang in Born to be Brave, too. And she ate, like, I don't understand why. Because I remember when that episode aired, episode 8, everyone was like, oh my god, Courtney can sing. This is a game changer. We knew that. (laughs) You know they weren't paying attention to her. They put her in the back. Right. That, like, I don't even understand what they were trying to do, giving her that awful cover. Like, why... Out of all the songs in High School Musical, in the whole franchise, she could have picked anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. She chose Bob to the Top in a slow, like... Uh. I'm really mad about that, too, because Bob to the Top was one of the performances I actually wanted to see them do. Yeah. Because that's such a fun that, one. It's so easy, It just got too. sidelined completely. Like, we didn't even get to see Seb practice it. No, we get, yeah, and then... That scene where he's like about to go on and he just cuts, it's so ugly to me. Like, I really hate that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, they put him in that like entire costume for Bob to Top and we never even got to see it. Right. A whole comp, I mean, not comp, a whole conversation about how he's shy and we don't actually see anything. Like, does he get stage fright? Are you going to do something with his character? 
Oh, but I guess it's probably because Rico is Ryan and Rico can't sing. <laughs> but like they could have like they could have just had Seb sing everything or they could have just casted someone else as Ryan. Like it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's what they did for um stick the status quo. They just had Seb do Sharpay and Ryan's line. Like he was talking about <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> That's so sad. so sad. I actually think it's because they don't want to pay the extras. That's true. Like, they probably just pay them for dancing and don't want to pay them for speaking. Yeah, because once you get a speaking role, that's when your check goes up. So they literally only gave one dancer a speaking role. And that was, like, episode 6-2. And they didn't give them character names. They used their real <laughs> names. And he had to introduce all three of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh my god! You know, now that I think about it too, um, talking about how they didn't show the bop to the top rehearsal, why didn't they show more? I feel like, I guess, because the theater was crappy. But I think if they're gonna do have such a boring episode or like do a boring episode, um, some of the conversations like um Ashlyn and Miss Jen, I think it would have been funny if. Um, in the background, they're trying to um rehearse something, and it was just going terribly, and like you can see the yeah. stuff falling behind them while they're talking. I think they should have given us more performance in general. Like, I was disappointed though the first few times I watched. Like, oh, why didn't they put the show? Like, why couldn't we see what they did really? But I guess because they wanted the finale to be about like the ending or like the beginning kind of of more drama, but like. The show's still about performing, and we really don't see that. And we see a lot of unprovoked singing. And it's like, why don't we just see some more performance? And I think episode eight should have been like more tech rehearsal, not to be sound stupid, but like more yeah, yeah, I get it, tech I get rehearsal. It. Yeah, and that's what because like mm-hmm. you didn't really need to cut between Nini, Ricky, that whole thing because we already knew what was happening. Like they were flirting. All right, you can give us one scene of that. And then give us some tech rehearsal. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, Big Red is the <laughs> ultimate winner of the episode. <laughs> he saved us. Oh, uh, he walked in. That every time, well, I guess it only happened once, but when he walked in, they acted like, like, wasn't Red their third wheel? Wouldn't he know? Like, why did they act like he wasn't going to be suspicious of anything? Right. I don't, I don't know. The way they act, like, I don't understand how their friendship, like, works. Is it a triangle? Is it a square? Because obviously from the first ep, Courtney and Red know each other. Yeah, but they don't, I don't, I don't know if they like each other with the way Courtney was talking to him. But also, Courtney in that episode was just written terribly. Yeah, I think, I think she likes Big Red because there's nothing not to like. I think they just really want her to be the sassy feminist independent black girl i'm still appalled with that one line in episode one where she's like i'm fighting for intersectional feminism yes queen or something and i was like why why would she just say that completely unprovoked at lunch i really hope by um dare getting excited for her character in season two that it's just not another scene like this episode yeah because i mean i'm happy she got her solo it 
it was a solo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a solo. That's true. Yeah, it was pretty unfortunate. Well, I kind of think, like, even if you take Seb's conversation with Courtney like to be an insult, wouldn't I don't know? Would that just be hinting that like? if she did get Belle, like, people would be hating, like, a lot. Like, I feel like she'd have more of those conversations. I definitely think um, she's not gonna get... I don't know how to say it. It's like... It's not gonna be hate, like, backlash. Like, oh, why did you cast her? Uh, She sucks. I think it's gonna be like, oh, why did you cast her? That's our makeup girl. Hmm. Mm, I don't know how to feel about it. I, first of all, I'm every day I get a little bit scared that she won't be Belle, and I know she will, but that one percent doubt freaks me out. So I gotta first confirm that she is Belle to make any further judgments on how everyone's gonna react. Because I think Nini's gonna be a total hater, regardless. I think she's gonna pull some shit like that she did in this episode. Whenever Courtney talks about anything with the musical, she's going to make it about herself. Oh, oh my gosh. This episode was terrible with that. Like, did the writers not see that that was totally weird? Like, Ricky's literally beat up, like, about to cry. And he's like, yeah, I just miss Gina. And she goes, hmm, it's really interesting because I also want to move away. (laughs) It's like, where is the correlation? And that, she's such a that weirdo. Too. She, this is the episode where she's... Didn't she get mad at Courtney or something? No, no, that's the episode. Yes, for telling yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the lady about the school. Mm-hmm. But, like, why are you upset if you were so excited anyway? I don't know. It's like, I don't like that for Nini. I want better for her. The second her and Ricky talk, have a conversation that lets her almost kiss, She's really ready to give up everything. Right. She was literally excited. And then she used that to be like, Ricky, guess what I'm doing? And then as soon as he started showing interest, she was like, I'm ready to abandon all my plans. <laughs> Feminism is dead because of her. <laughs> she's. A, I saw a tweet like this. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, she's the reason why men call women females. Ricky definitely calls women females. I'm sorry, guys. Like, most definitely. He's allowed to. I give him a pass. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they be acting like females. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what else happens in this episode? (laughs) EJ takes the red box. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was so, but he was so upset about that. Oh my god. First of all, I think she's so creepy. Miss Jen is so creepy for writing that Army Hammer comment on his actual audition paper. That's weird. Like saying it to Carlos is one thing, but writing that in the audition file, like, ma'am, you are 40 years old. Yeah. 50. I don't know. I The notes on the, the audition files, it's like, she wrote that there because she thought no one else would see it except maybe Carlos, which she already told him, right? 
and that just makes it worse to me. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna like, get away with it. It's okay. Ugh. I hope Army Hammer wasn't even cute to begin with. Honestly, he's so he's such a white face. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's very big. He's got a face of white supremacy. Yeah, and just very basic looking. That when I watched the Social Network, I didn't even know that was him, and there was two of him. <laughs> like I literally didn't know it was him, and it's like it was a combination of every white man I've ever seen, from movie screens yeah. to from walking on the street past like McDonald's. It was crazy. <laughs> I didn't bother to Google it because I was like, "Oh, that's just the white actor." You could literally find thirty men that look like him inside of a Planet Fitness. <laughs> um, but I hope but... I don't think they will because it's a kids show, but. I think it would be so funny <laughs> if they brought it up again and like that didn't age well or a joke about it. That would be funny. Like <laughs> if somebody else says, you know, Miss Jen always says you look like Army Hammer and EJ's like, ew. Because he's a beast. Oh my gosh. Because he's going to be beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my God. And then what else was did the audition paper say? It said like, lacks uh, uh what? lacks connection emotional connection yeah, material like what <laughs> do you think any of these kids realistically all of those kids were like four years old at the most when that movie came out <laughs> what emotional like i mean i guess i could explain like say i have an emotional connection to the movie but like i mean i was like four years old when this movie came out yeah this musical like is part of your childhood but like nobody really has like oh my god my grandma died and every day we would watch high school musical like i've never heard anyone use high school musical for something like that like it's i don't think it's ever that deep with high school musical also like kind of what pissed me off was like after he read that and then he like rehearsed that scene with carlos and like everyone was watching and, like, he tried his best to, like, prove that he has, like, like emotional connection. And I think he honestly, like, did really good. But they make, like, everyone else, like, look at him weird and, like, think he's, like, doing horrible. And that, like, pissed me off. Like, I actually thought he was pretty good. They're just... Right. He wasn't even bad. It's just that it was kind of too much for a rehearsal. Yeah. But even then, it's tech rehearsal, and he's the understudy. He should be allowed to do whatever he right. wants. Especially, like, he just read that. He read it once and then applied it immediately. So I don't think it was that right. bad for the time he was given. And honestly, how did she get that from his audition? His audition was perfectly fine. <laughs> right? It wasn't, like, soulless or anything. Mm. I mean, I guess his eyes are just make everything look a little bit soulless. But I, I still don't get that line, though. Like, emotional connection. I feel like... does Ricky didn't even see the movie. What emotional connection <laughs> would he have to it? I don't know. I feel like if she was going that route and she cared about all of that, she would really just cast them as, um all, like, the audience sees it. Like, Gina Sharpay, Nini's Gabriella, Ricky's Choi, um... EJ would be Ryan. Not that. <laughs> I get why he was pissed off. I was pissed off for him. Like, what? 
Chad. I mean, she also is racist because she wanted that one black kid, miscellaneously black kid, to be Chad really bad yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like barely black too, like I... very ambiguous. And she was like Chad. I always think I always think about that because <laughs> there's no reason for EJ to be Chad. He didn't do anything <laughs> on stage to help make me at all. Like, I don't know why this is, like, making me um, laugh, cry. But, it's like, they really went out of their way not to cast um, a main Black character until now. Because, like, EJ, I mean, EJ could have just easily been Ryan. Because they don't pay Rico literally anyway. Literally. They could have had an extra for Chad. Chad doesn't really sing. <laughs> but I guess it would have looked weird if he was... Well, I guess because they didn't want Gina for Sharpay. I wish we got... See, now that's why I also think... That's why a lot of people think Portwell, honestly. Because of their castings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Chad and Taylor... But Chad and Taylor don't have chemistry either. They were just paired up for being... Black they were just friends. two black people that were the best friends, and so they're dating. And that's what they're doing but the Portwell. Yep, because EJ's pretty limp-wristed. <laughs> Too late for I mean, sorry for the podcast. EJ is pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking of EJ, that, that picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly which one you're talking about, too. <laughs> Oh gosh! The way he shot at Courtney singing. (laughs) Oh my God! Courtney starts singing it. His eyes like pop out of his head. Oh my God! And the way his chin goes forward, it's like, it's like, (laughs) and he he has his hands in front of him. Like, oh my God! It's like if if that was like a clip into a picture, there'd be like a big time rush sound effect. Like a spring. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, why did he look so shocked? Nobody else in the background looks that shocked. Just because he wasn't paying attention to anybody's voice ever. His he was <laughs> sat down during Chief Justice and Song Jarki and he had AirPods in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he started dancing to a completely different song because he was on a different time than anyone else. <laughs> so bad oh my gosh it's terrible he mm, at least the good part about him being the beast would be that he wouldn't really need to dance besides that one scene because i fear that if he had any other role (laughs) he would fumble i'm sorry gaston even dances a little so oh my god speaking about the files miss jen's files didn't she write something like super racist in gina's not, file and everyone found out enough for gabriella that is so sketchy oh my right? god like she's 15 what are you talking about she doesn't know anything what does that even mean genuinely what does that mean and based on her audition what the hell does that mean yeah, I know. he watched her sing and read and read like three lines she didn't even like you can't tell anything. and dance yeah and she wasn't even dance. She was doing what the dance you gave her. Like, what? And she was just so good at it. It was like, you're not innocent. You're good. Gabriella's not good at anything. Gabriella sucks. 
<laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Honestly, honestly, I feel like Ashley Tisdale outsings um, what's her face anyway. So maybe it was all on purpose. Mm, I don't know about outsing, <laughs> but outperform. Not outsing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not outsing. No. Well, out sings in the first movie. The first movie, she sounds terrible. I'm not even gonna my... act like anything. She's like, I think... no. What? Oh, oh my bad, my bad. No, I think the first movie is gonna be um, like season one for us. I think we ate it up, but once we look back, when we get newer scenes, we just be like, what the hell was that? Especially this episode. Yeah. No, I think this episode is gonna age terribly. It's already aged pretty bad. Literally. I remember watching it for the first time and I was like, oh, wow. Nini and Ricky were supposed to care. Like, All right. And like, even then, it wasn't even special. So, like, during my re- rewatch with my sister, I wanted to get her first time reactions. Um, this episode was our bathroom break. <laughs> like, we went to go cook food, do whatever, and just left it running so we can move on. Yeah. I honestly meant when the show was like I was in like the fandom when the show was first coming out and everything so I was there when like episode eight had come out and I remember like skipping through the episode to see if Gina was in it and when I like realized she wasn't I literally didn't even watch it I just like read the timeline to see what happened <laughs> I oh wish I gosh. did that it would have saved me so much time you probably like that episode gave me wrinkles it was the slowest thing ever. And it wasn't even that funny. Like, you would think that an episode about them being in a new location, unexpected circumstances would be a little bit more funny. But, like, it was dead serious for some parts. Awesome. Like, that Miss Jen dream sequence was, like, dead serious. Like, it wasn't even trying right, to be funny. And the red line, like, they were for real trying to flirt. And it oh was very God. weird to watch. That line was so cringy where he was like, um, Red was like, I don't know, what was it? It was like, how do you like make the place bright or something? Like, and then oh, like, when yeah. you walk in a room. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of corny, but I love him so much. Yeah. I'm- I think that it is so funny that they're getting a love triangle. It literally baffles my mind every time I think about it. Yeah. Why? Like, they are... (laughs) Like, I thought they were setting them. Like, they're going to be untouchable. Well, I'm kind of glad they're not, because they suck together. But, like, Mm. I can't imagine another person being added in. And, uh, I don't even know. I really hope they do. I just, I hope they go all out this season with the wacky performances, honestly. Yeah, I think watching Glee has kind of radicalized me to um, really hilarious performance opportunities because the reasons they start singing in Glee are so oh funny. Gosh. So I think we need some of that mm-hmm. creativity. Definitely. I, I'm i probably going to finish Glee. Like, I talk about it so much and I haven't finished the, set, the show at all. Like, I'm six episodes into season three and I always stop for some reason. Oh my gosh, I think I'm further than you now. <laughs> but, um, 
it's just so so random and it works too because like everybody in high school needs to call like this show um except i mean all right yeah um everybody has good voices or a voice that can (laughs) work so i think i mean they auto-tune regardless so why not just use auto-tune yeah and i just think random performances it could work honestly like I will say the the thing that separates it from Glee for me is that in Glee you can clearly tell that the songs are pre-recorded and on this show like they're not pre-recorded when they sing them in the show or sometimes cuz that one status quo sticks out <laughs> so bad to me but <laughs> um but yeah they're not pre-recorded so like they don't sound as polished but I think that adds to the camp of it all. Like, it's so cheesy and terrible when they sang status quo because it's so clearly fake, but, like, it's hilarious. <laughs> I think they need to do more of that. Like, what What am I I'm trying to think of a Glee one? Like, in Glee, when Rachel and Sunshine are in the <laughs> bathroom, why is Rachel auto-tuned in the oh, I love, I love that scene so much. And then... It's it's so funny because yeah, definitely you can tell it's pre recorded and then when Sue comes in and yells at them to shut up, like for me like the audio sounds like it's so different for me. <laughs> it's so funny. I think Glee is totally camp and it's perfect. But yeah. The show needs some more camp because I'm tired of watching Ricky and Nini sing the same three Sean Mendes sounding songs. I'd actually love it if um <laughs> this is such a random thought. If Nini had a Rachel performance just singing a song um that's totally not for her. Like she just like misunderstood the song. Um but she thinks it relates to her situation. So she sings it and like everybody's frozen. She's looking at Ricky and he's texting Gina and yeah. It'd be like Rachel's um, take a bow performance. Oh my gosh. This is going to end up talking about Glee a lot because I want them just yeah. to steal things from Glee. And I think they can because Disney owns Glee. Glee's on Disney Plus in some right. countries. Yeah. I think they tried to tap into Glee in the first episode with that dream sequence thing, but like it didn't hit for me. Like, they got to do something big and bold. Like, I think that would be so funny. Like, if it was Red and the new French guy arguing about Ashlyn and they just start singing a song together <laughs> and, like, it cuts to this really hilarious tap competition. Like, oh, my God. It would be so funny. I think Miss Jen is definitely, like, um, Mr. Shu. Um, everybody knows that. But another reason <laughs> also is because she definitely listens in on the kids conversations in that little what do they call it the bomb shelter she definitely listens to all the conversations there and backstage or else why would she write that about gina like she put i'm sure right. she's listening to finn in the shower but backstage <laughs> i think that it would be really funny if like next season like they come back from break and miss jenna's like 
Yeah, I knew about all the drama. I've known, I've been listening in for months. Anyway, your performances sucked, and or like something like that. Like, I think she should tell them their performance was trash. I really want her to do that, because I really don't know how that was acceptable. I've... <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, I don't know if you guys seen this clip. I'm going to have to probably like screen record it also today. Um, but it's from the Saved by the Bell reboot. And it's the character played by um, the blonde girl. You know what I'm talking about? She has all the nice outfits. Oh, yeah, Josie? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know what the context is, but she's talking to these group of kids. And she's like, you can all suck it. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Out of pocket, and I just want, I want something like that so bad. I think they need to up the humor like that. Like, I I haven't seen much of the Saved by the Bell reboot, but, like, all the clips I've seen have, like, a good balance of, like, um, not in a, like, good, appropriate humor. Like, it's not bad, but it's not, like, baby humor. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely need to get back into that. I love how we're talking about humor for one of the least funny episodes of the entire like, show. Like, this episode it's such a snooze fest. I really don't understand. Like, if they're going to go this route and not make it funny, we should have gotten a scene, like, one single scene of Gina packing or something. Like, Ricky's like, I can't. Or Gina, like, ignoring those texts or yeah, something. Yeah, oh, my gosh. If if Ricky sent, if we saw a scene where Ricky sent that text, and it's, like, this, like, it's still on the phone, but it switches to Gina's phone, and we see her reading it, and tossing her phone away and then continue to pack with her mom. That'd Man. be great. And like I think they were so scared of actually putting like Rena scenes in. Like honestly, I think they were scared that people were gonna jump ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like, think about it. So many people are like, I genuinely don't see it. Like, I never even thought they weren't friends. Like, even when I, some Renas are like, the first time I watched it, I didn't even get that that was supposed to be a couple, you know? And I'm like, I don't really know how, but I kind of understand where you're going with it because they had three episodes and then it was like nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I genuinely believe that. They didn't want, they weren't, like, intending on people shipping Arena, obviously. I mean, all of, like, the episodes were shot before, like, this fandom was even created, before people were shipping things. So, like, all of that Arena stuff was before, like, any, like, influence from the fandom. So, obviously, they try to, like, have to cut it off at some point because it would just, like, not make sense for them to, like, build all of this, like, Arena stuff. And then somehow try to manage to like put Rainy back together in like less than like three episodes. That's true. Yeah. They really had to make nine and ten like full on Rainy show just in case it, they weren't getting renewed too. Um, Which is kind of funny. Like your ship is literally on. Uh, I don't know. That um, reminded me. This is the episode where. Ricky makes fun of the fact that he didn't say I love you back to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. He literally made a joke about it and then like three seconds later him and Nini are about to kiss. That is so funny. She has no standards and morals. Honestly, 
I hate when people say like, oh, Gina doesn't deserve Ricky or whatever. But like, I said this last time, but literally Nini is the one that doesn't deserve Ricky. Like he's mean to her <laughs> all the time. Nini reminds me of um, Wen from Lemonade Mouth. Um, <laughs> and I guess that means Ricky Olivia. Um, and it's like, Oh my god, where the cat when the cat died. <laughs> but I was I was thinking about um you know that scene where he's like just gosh, he's so annoying the whole movie. Just complaining about the fact that he's getting the stepmom to a person <laughs> whose mom died and dad is in jail. Yeah. <laughs> um and then she snapped and she's like, You have family and stuff like that. Oh and my god! He gosh. just doesn't get it really at first. That's the energy Nini gives me. She'll she'll get it eventually though. Yep. She'll pick it up. Nah, <laughs> I don't know. Like she's so toned deaf. And like reading that one book after seeing that is like, how are you tone deaf? You literally saw his parents' marriage fall apart in real time. Like, and you don't understand, or like you're acting so confused. Uh, it's just weird but another yeah. thing i was thinking about right um if they ended this episode like if they cut out a few unnecessary scenes and ended this episode a bit um not the episode early i'm talking about ended the tech rehearsal a bit early i think it would have been really cute to see a scene with um nini and her um grandma again because you kind of set that up like they're going to have the closest relationship and they only got two scenes. And then you never see her again. She doesn't even come up to the play. You're... She's there for Thanksgiving. She literally shows up in episode one and episode six and that's it. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Yeah. I thought, doesn't she live, and she doesn't live far or anything. No, definitely not. It seems like, it seemed like Nini like walk there or something and then her moms came to pick her up when they were done with work yeah even though nini is grown as hell <laughs> but yeah she's yeah i think that's weird and i also think it's so weird that they made her grandma part of her character development and then the next episode like it's done oh my god in episode what is the last episode episode seven that grandma's like, yeah, I'm talking about her heritage and how she moved to America and stuff. And Nini's like internalizing it and loving it and putting the picture up of her and taking the picture of Ricky down. And I just wonder after this episode, does she take the picture of her grandma down and put the picture oh of Ricky gosh. back up? Oh my <laughs> No morals whatsoever. I never know. I really never know what they're going for. And every time I see scenes like that, or just random, like, when I think about Courtney's character as a whole, it always makes me want to go Google search the writer's room. Yeah. But, and then I'm like, I hope they do better next time, but I don't know. <laughs> Even if they could have a bunch of black writers, gay writers, whatever, but at the end of the day, there's one writer that's cutting all the <laughs> stuff and making the executive marks, and that's... Mr. Tim. I wouldn't have to bully him for life. Like, he's just not very bright. I love when he leaves his comment section open. He, 
He literally hasn't made like an original tweet in forever. Because <laughs> he's scared. He's <laughs> doing the whole thing again. It's so funny. Like he can't even breathe. Oh my god! I saw somebody. He tweeted about his dead friend, and somebody <laughs> quoted the tweet. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. And they were like, um, um. <laughs> they're like, open your replies. <laughs> So terrible. He left oh he replies on one tweet on um by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and people still go back to them too. Right. He's gonna have to live for this forever. Once I make it big, he's gonna see me one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the orange carpet, because he's not gonna be on the red carpet. <laughs> on the <laughs> and we're gonna have to fight right there and then. Help. That's how I feel about Shonda Rhimes. Like, if I saw her on the street, genuinely, I would punch her in the nose, and then I would hug her, and then I would... I know. Screenwriters be pissing me off, because they don't be doing, like... They're like, you know, the show's special. Um, We don't want to do the obvious route. And then do it. And then do the most and obvious And then when there's something route. obvious that they should be doing for a relationship, um, they just don't. And it really pissed me off, like... Tim be like, yeah, I want to just really tap into the unexpected, and then have... Nini try to kiss Ricky. Like, what? That was so expected. They have two almost kisses within, like, three episodes. <laughs> I know he was in the writer's room, and he's like, guys, get this. What if the childhood besties talk about their childhood? You guys, oh God, crazy. Have... Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. That scene, oh, my God. It just... Like, this episode was one of, like, the episodes that really, like, made me hate Ricky Nini's relationship. Like, I never really liked it from the start, but this episode kind of filled it because one of the things I didn't like was how the whole relationship is kind of just, like, based on history. Like, that's really it. And, like, so I take, like, a writing class, and one of the things we learn about is that good writing implements the idea of showing not telling and ricky nini's relationship is like the just they literally have them like have like a five minute scene where they're just like remember in kindergarten we did this and then remember first grade when we did that like that doesn't affect me at all because you're just telling me that you guys did this but you're not like showing us that they did Right. Like, if I wanted to write that couple to be convincing, I would have had um, Nini instead of, well, not, I wouldn't have had her take that picture of her grandma mm-hmm. down, of course, but like maybe saw that she had pictures of her and Ricky from long, a long mm-hmm. time ago or something, or something like that. Like, we know they've been friends, but like only because they say, and it like, so many that's times. kind of like one of the reasons why Ricky and Jenna is such like a better written relationship is because. Because you can yeah, see like, everything. Imagine, like, if with the car scene, imagine, like, we didn't get that scene and it was just, like, the next episode, Ricky, like, tells Red that, oh, like, I drove Gina home and we had a conversation in my car and then she kissed me on the cheek. Like, it wouldn't be, like, that good of a scene because we didn't even see it. But because of the fact that we saw it, like, made that whole relationship a lot better. Like, that's, like, that main difference between the two. Yeah, I'm trying to think right. of how many pictures Rini got. I know they have. Now the one she took down is also the same one she put in her Instagram post, and then mm-hmm, really, like, is it the Valentine's Day one? 
and then there's yeah. a video of them playing um like guitar hero guitar hero i think that's it yeah you know there i bet okay i'm going back to what you were saying promise like a couple seconds ago but like i just know tim was in that writer's room he's like guys i have the biggest reveal we have to do it we have to do it and everybody gathered around him and he was like nini's real name is nina like gina and they were all like oh and then (laughs) that because that was the stupidest thing i have ever heard in my entire life genuinely why would you have two characters in the same core four named gina and nina what and it like that like that really pissed me off because when the episode came out all of the Reenies were trying to like clown on Rena's being like, um, like Rena actually means Reenie, ha ha ha. And it was so annoying. Right. It's just so corny, actually, first I, of all. Um, in season two, when Nini goes to that school and somebody asks for her name, I hope she says Nina. Oh my god, that'd be so good because she's establishing her new self and she's getting away from the nickname he gave her. If yep, they yep, do yep. that, then Tim's just an idiot, I guess. I know, like, that would be such, and everybody at the school calls her Nina, and then, like, that'd be so good, and, like, maybe he's, they're FaceTiming, and somebody's like, Nina, and he's like, (laughs) Nina, and Gina's over there like, (laughs) Nina. (laughs) Oh my god, the tweet from yes, did you guys see that? It was a tweet, and it was like, Ricky and Nina are going to be FaceTiming, Gina's going to be rubbing his back. Oh my god! Oh, like I what? Love a chaotic Facetime um, call, like, like with the idea you were saying, like somebody calls her Nina, um, and he's like Nina, and then Gina's like Nina, and she's like Gina. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. That'd be hilarious. Like. Oh my god, that would be so good. Now that I'm thinking I about hope that, EJ's real name rhymes with Gina and Nina. Actually, <laughs> his name's Edwina. <laughs> I feel like they would do something stupid. Like you know how um, the big reveal in that one episode of Hannah Montana was that Jake Ryan's real name was like Leslie <laughs> or something, and like Austin Monica Moon, like stuff like that. I feel like they would do something like that. Oh my gosh, he's gonna enter his um I'm not enter, I'm gonna just, it's gonna be his little um Lucy Kabusi pass. <laughs> oh my god. No, I feel like they would do that. It'd be like EJ used to be a nerd. Everyone's like, what? What? Goth. Yeah, oh my gosh, goth EJ. Goth EJ. You guys would never hear from me again. Like I would literally talk about it and not talk about anything else. That'd be so fun. But you know, they're probably ruining be like, Goth, what are you talking about? I'm an E boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I feel like oh God, that's the worst thing about this show being like a show from now is that they have the chance to make so many references that I don't want. Like, I feel like they'd be like, oh my god, look, it's Charlie D'Amelio or some right? stupid shit. Oh like, my gosh, I can see that, like, they're trying to sneak past the office or something with Miss Jen, and they're like, 
look over there. Is that Addison Addison Ray? What? <laughs> <laughs> they run. <laughs> I Miss just... Jen secretly runs a Charlie <laughs> Stan account. I just um. <laughs> It's just the audience for this show, like, we're just way older than I think they thought. Yeah, I really don't, I don't think I've met many kids that watch the show. Like, at least I could say with Andy Mack is that I knew grown adults that were telling me to watch it, but I also knew, like, eight-year-olds that were oh telling gosh, me to watch yeah, it. I just remembered. <laughs> um, speaking of episode eight, um... After this episode came out, I went to school and uh, <laughs> this is like I got my friend. Um, I think I've said this before. I'm not sure, but I was on my friend's Disney Plus, and I secretly gave her login to my other friend. Um, so I'd have another <laughs> Rena to talk to, and um, we came back um to school, and um, actually, like you saw the latest episode, whatever, um. Because she watched it and we watched it in the morning sometimes, right? Um, and she was a Rini. And I was like, oh my gosh. Ew. Oh, wait, she had been a Rina yeah, and like, then she was a Rini? I gave her the walk in so she could be a Rina and she ended up being a Rini. <laughs> I would snatch that, I would change that password. I would be like, please change your password. Please, somebody's trying to hack you, please. And then um, I was appalled. I was flabbergasted. Getting back. <laughs> Um, she mentioned we say the ship names out loud. I didn't think anybody was gonna hear us because it was a locker room. Um, and this other girl, she turns around. She's like, "Yeah, Rini for life." And it's like they're jumping me. Like I'm suffocating. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, Rini and Gina, just silence." <laughs> and this this reminded me when the show was like coming out. I don't know if it was like I think it was like the sixth or seventh episode. Um, like I have an older brother who's in college and we shared the Disney Plus account and he was asking me he's like what shows do you watch on Disney Plus and I was like listing shows besides High School Musical <laughs> and then he goes do you watch High School Musical and I was like yeah and he's like me too and I my lowest moment when I immediately asked I was like oh do you like Ricky and Gina <laughs> he literally was just like oh, I don't know I don't really care <laughs> Hold on, the perfect theory to why this episode is so boring is because it's supposed to be an EJ episode and Tim hates him. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I think that the song that um, if EJ was to have a song <laughs> um, <laughs> that was cut from this season that I would or would not know about that it would have been in this episode. Yeah, I can see him having, like, his song. I feel like it would be, like, I don't know why, but, like, Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. It would be that kind of vibe. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That song is so cute. Oh my I love God. it so much. It, it just makes me smile thinking about it. Oh I want to go God. listen to it after this. Me too. Oh my god. Thinking about EJ. Oh my god. Oh. Also, like, speaking of That's EJ, so I kind of just thought it was so funny that, like, like the episode before, like, episode 7, he, like, spends the whole episode, like, trying to be honest and, like, admit to all his, like, And then goes and steals <laughs> the file. No, literally, this episode, like, no, like, because 
the last episode at the end he like loses his followers in that whole like a moment and then this episode he literally just starts off and is like yeah i don't really care anymore i'm not gonna be honest <laughs> his villain <laughs> origin story began you know what i actually think that what they keep teasing for EJ is just him like embracing that he's fully a menace like honestly I can't think of anything else like the way they talk about it, they're like EJ's just finally accepting who he is like what does that mean first of all if you're not going to make him gay then what are you talking about so I'm thinking like he's just going to be like you know I do like to do evil things yeah, and I'm fine with that literally like- happens <laughs> saying the episode that he's like I can't ch- change who I am <laughs> <laughs> Oh, another thing, um, the scene, um, with Carlos speaking Spanish, I, he speaks Spanish when? on the phone with his uncle who owns the theater. Um, oh, 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 and I think oh, oh my god. Just, they throw in scenes like that. I really wish we just knew beforehand that he spoke Spanish. Like, you know, I like, I wish they like, we're consistent with these things. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to yeah. judge his Spanish because... Yeah, like a little crumb or something. I think that scene is so funny. <laughs> like, the way he's... I feel like when they do that in these shows, like they did it in... What other show was that? Um, I don't want to say it's like that on my block <laughs> scene, but like that's what it reminds me of. Like... It just takes you by surprise when he starts speaking Spanish. You're like, oh, god damn. It sounds like he just learned how to but say I think, that. I think, um, like, I don't want to be mean or anything, but I really do think the reason why they made him spoke, speak Spanish then were so the characters didn't know what was going on. They didn't know they were going to get the theater or not. Honestly, I think that they didn't want, like, they didn't want to write, feel like conversation. that. Honestly, they were just like, Frankie, can you speak in Spanish for a little bit and make it sound like you're on the phone? Like, they did not want to write that explanation or, like, asking for anything. So they just put in him speaking Spanish. Also... So speaking of speaking Spanish, um, I just got reminded of that <laughs> Feliz Navidad cover, and I can't. I hope, I hope they use sound effects throughout the season, like the air horn. <laughs> that air horn is so funny. Oh my god, that song is produced terribly. Oh my god. And wasn't the guy that was producing all the songs for the Christmas album, like, supposed to be a good producer? Some had different producers, I think. (laughs) They all sound equally terrible. (laughs) Um, Also, um, about the Carlos speaking Spanish thing, I really wish, if they wanted, like, to keep it consistent, I think a great thing would have been keeping in that scene where um, Carlos meets Seb's family, and also have Carlos' family's Carlos Carlos's family join in as well, and he could speak Spanish to them there and introduce them, and it would have been such a cute moment. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah. they cut that. That's so evil. I think they cut that because they hate gay people, but like also they wanted to 
have more time for that stupid I love you scene, to be honest. That scene feels long as hell. It's not even that long, but it feels uh, so several long. Several fans um, should have started a riot. I would have. I would have been so mad. <laughs> I remember so people, mad. like, genuinely were like, Disney Plus is homophobic <laughs> for this, and we won't make them pay. But, like, I never saw anything right, right. I don't know if they... I think I feel like it got big for a while. I might be wrong, but I feel like it did get big for a while. I think yeah. the first time they cut a sub love scene, they're like, okay, did they? Wait, now I'm thinking about it. Did when did we get that scene where they hugged? Was that cut or what? Which it must scene? Been epi- I can't remember, but they're in the bomb shelter and they're like hugging. If it's not. And there was like a That's picture of it, but think. it was it's cut, not, right? Definitely another thing, but they definitely cut a lot of Sublo scenes. They've had like at least three known mm-hmm. cut scenes, which is ridiculous. And they always make their scenes. If they do get a scene, it's definitely short. Like I don't know why we could get more of them talking in episode five. Like it would have been fun. Like it would. It was definitely a, a change. I was getting tired of reading. So I was happy to see another couple, and it was just, like, the dance. Right, and they were, like, a wholesome couple. At the beginning, they were very just there, so, like, they could have built that up. They fumbled the bag because they could have ended up being, like, a cute, like, we'll never break up couple. And also, Seb's character, Seb's character, he confuses me. Because I thought, I thought he would be really cool. Um... The way Carlos acts him out, and he was me like, too. send me a pic of what you're wearing. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. You're so cool. Like, you're so like... cool. Um, and then started talking about cattle. I mean, he was doing that in the first episode, but I was like, maybe because he's just a background character. Then he came out with that, and I was like, wow, wow. And then, yeah. this up. I don't know what happened. All his speaking lines get, like, progressively weirder. Like, the first episode, he doesn't speak at all, really. And then that milking line <laughs> is like, what, like the what the fuck? The and then, <laughs> like, what? And then he starts saying, like, I think it's maybe in episode two or three. And he's like, I just want to raise the roof. My parents want to <laughs> raise cattle. It's, like, It's what? so crazy that his family doesn't, like, they look big. But, like, they look like, I don't know, like, Catholic or Mormons. They don't look like farmers. Oh my god, I think they will be Mormon because aren't like there are a lot of Mormon people in Utah and he yeah. has a big family. Oh my gosh, I think they are. That's they're be probably Mormon. Yeah, yeah, they live. They're in Utah. Somebody's got to be Mormon, and if it's not Ashlyn, then it's Seb. Also, another Seblos thing. Oh my gosh, this is probably like the most I've gone on about them, but like, I don't know. I just get more and more mad. <laughs> for them the more we go on i don't know why they don't like put small little things for them just to show they talk like if seb was talking to courtney or something and carlos was back there whatever he a simple little seb you know come over here or seb come on and would have ended the conversation with courtney and seb and he could have went on and hung out with carlos like just small Mm -hmm. things right I think the only, like, crumb in this episode is when EJ touches the side of Carlos's face real gay. Um, 
what's his name seb looks at the looks at them like what is going on but like he doesn't look mad or anything but also i thought they were dating this whole time after homecoming but apparently according to seblo stands they're technically not canon they've just been flirting and i was like that can't be true he's literally gonna meet his family there's no way they're not dating and then you like yeah call him honey once like i feel like he would have honey if they weren't together yeah and didn't don't they have a cheek kiss in the last episode or a hug? I think it maybe? was like with like like before the bop to the top performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People, like a lot of Seblos fans were like, they're not dating yet. They're just like flirting and getting to know each other. And it's like I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's just dating. That, why is that making me sad? They don't know that Tim doesn't care. Right, Tim's not gonna make them say yes because we are boyfriends now or something. Like they're dating. Just sorry, <laughs> they're dating. <laughs> I don't. Know, I just think I think gags like running gags are so funny. I think it would be funny if like it was shared like yeah they're actually just flirting this whole time and that's just their thing. <laughs> oh my god! And they didn't like each other. <laughs> They've just been flirting. They're like, we're the only two gay people we know. Let's just flirt. We don't even like each other. That scene of her and Red and backstage, like, every scene they have isn't even, like, if you imagine it's just cut out Ashlyn's parts and it's just Red flirting, like, it's not even that bad. And you, like, made it look like he was flirting with anyone else. It would have been better. But she gives the worst responses to everything he says. They remind me they remind me of I don't know if I've like I don't know if I've told this story before. Have I talked about um my cheesy pickup line experience with my crush? Okay, so the me the energy is um <laughs> this. I was at the lunch table with my friend and I really wanted the cookie and they were like, um, No, no, you're like you can't have a cookie. And I'm like, damn, it's a dollar, but whatever. Sure not, they like they're like, um, we'll give you the cookie if you do something. And um, they're like, you gotta say this cheesy, cheesy pickup line um, to your crush. And um, at first I was like, no. So I went home and um, I went on Snapchat and I messaged him, messaged him. And I was like, yeah, I really want one of those soft cafeteria cookies. I'm gonna say this to you tomorrow. So just act shocked. And he <laughs> played along with it. And it just makes me feel like the pickup lines. It feels like that, like Big Red and Ashlyn message message beforehand <laughs> to know what they're gonna say to each other, so nobody's <laughs> shocked. Yeah, but also like they give the energy of like, you know, when you date someone or like you flirt with someone or you have a crush on someone with someone in like sixth grade, and like you don't, you're scared to even <laughs> hug them, like. And you're, like, texting them, and you're, like, yeah, we'll hug tomorrow <laughs> at 3 o'clock. Like, it's Brian just such weird energy. <laughs> it's, like, we're going to hug right by the water fountain, and all my friends are going to take a video for Snapchat. It's, like, Big Ben. It's, Big like, ben what? They don't use iMessage, actually. They text on kick. <laughs> but that line, oh, my gosh, that line talking about school, <laughs> reminds me of, I, I don't remember where I saw this, but... Um, I get like shivers thinking about people who compare 
the scene of Rainey talking about remember in kindergarten when and then they compare it to Gabrielle and Troy. Literally, oh my god, the scene. it doesn't even make sense. It's like it's awful. I just hope everyone that does that comparison realizes Troy and Gabriella did not know each other in kindergarten, and that's why the whole comparison is different. Like they didn't know each other in kindergarten, that's why they're talking about it. They hit different. That's soulmate trope for sure. And Lini's not giving that. They know each other their whole life, and they're acting like this. Troy and Gabriella, I always excuse their miscommunications because, like, you met this girl at karaoke, and somehow somehow she transferred <laughs> to your school that's crazy we've never seen the characters in class right <laughs> not even once oh my god doing something first of all ricky doesn't even go to class this is this is true he like we know this he doesn't go to class in pajamas yeah. Oh my god. What episode was that where he was wearing literally pajama pants? It was pants? the fifth episode, right? He walks into school like, I'm gonna win Nini back, and he's wearing pajama pants and a hoodie. Like, dog. But yeah, they don't never, they never they in class. That's crazy. Music in the show. Now that I'm thinking about like music that's not them. Like, background music. You know what I'm talking about? I think like yes, they, I think they probably. do. Oh or, yeah, yeah. All I can think about for background music is um, the music that they play during those shorts too. I think they play it during this show. You know, like when they hang up on the phone calls and oh, you hear yeah, that yeah, stupid yeah. like dun dun dun. dun. Time, oh my gosh, keep... Yeah, it sounds very school like. I I don't know. It's a good. It's I good just, background music. I just realized though that. When they film something in the air, it's going to be winter break. So we can't even see them in class, like coming out of their classrooms and starting to dance or whatever. Yeah, I think that, that is so crazy. We really never see them in class. They don't even like, does the whole show take place after school hours? I think. I feel like it does. Was that Miss Jen save Miss Jen thing on a Saturday because they just bursted into school like nobody was in the yeah, cafeteria? I think because the parents would have had work otherwise. Wow, that's so oh, crazy! Yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> the whole show is like on like after schools and then on weekends. Oh wow! I feel like if they want to amp up the drama, they would have yeah, to I'd put some of the drama see... in classrooms. I'd love to see a scene where Gina's annoying um, Ricky and he tries to talk to her and um, it just has to click for the audience that he's in the sophomore math class. Does he sophomore? Does he sophomore? Oh my gosh, I'm sophomore. <laughs> um, I knew what you meant. Yeah, he would definitely be in math class. I was just kind of thinking, like, this has always confused me, but I kind of just, like, threw it off as, like, maybe it's just Tim, like, not being, like, like, being bad of continuity again. Like, so, I mean, the show is, like, you know, like, the documentary thing. Like, obviously, I guess they're doing, like, a documentary on, like, the play and, like, the students, like, having the 
like the high school musical play at their school, you know? So it makes sense that they would film them like at the school and everything. But like, I never like understood, like obviously we're gonna see scenes of them like at home and everything, but it's, yeah, who was but filming who was those intimate filming it, right? scenes? Like, because those scenes also yeah, have like the zooms and the shaky cams. Like so, they like, make it look like someone's like, generally like filming them like and literally if that's true so like someone was just like standing there filming ricky finding out his parents got (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny they have a whole camera crew that's what oh my god imagine a camera crew standing right outside ej's car watching him i love to think of it as like i love to think of it as the gossip girl thing somebody's just constantly following them once they're like following like rich hawkins <laughs> like we're gonna follow a bunch of losers and see what they do in their day yeah I'm like... i feel like that could end up being like an actual thing like someone's i feel like I that mean, would be like, a good plot in the car scene they show like the inside car shots and like the outside car shots make it really clear like someone's like filming like, watching them, it yeah, looks like somebody's like, watching were, them like, through a bush or something. Filming like Gina walking into the house and everything, like the car. But like the inside shots, like is someone just hiding in the house? <laughs> I think it'd be so funny if somebody breaks the fourth wall finally. Like if EJ gets mad and he's like, "Get that camera out of my face." <laughs> Wait, do you guys? Did you guys see Victorious? Like the whole Robert Rod. <laughs> Where like Jade and Beck are in the yeah. car, and then Jade turns around and sees someone in the bathroom. <laughs> that would be so funny! Oh my god, I I don't know. I feel like school documentaries really <laughs> fun. I love, but they have their confessionals too. Like, so if they're doing the confessionals, and they're doing the are the confessionals not supposed to be canon really i don't know because the i feel like they the office like they're most probably known for that style right Mm -hmm. um but their confessionals are canon because they they're they're actually filming a documentary yeah yeah and don't people walk in on each other's confessional well i guess carlos walked in on ashton's once yeah 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 yeah. and uh thanksgiving up but then it's like i don't know if I was a character there, I'd just be listening on people's. Like, EJ's talking about what's the plan, what's the plan? Just eavesdrop on her confessional. She literally talks to this invisible person about them. And, like, those, those confessionals just, like, prove right. that, like, they're, like, filming them, like, even in those intimate scenes. Because, literally, Ricky had a confessional in his home. <laughs> like, well, that kind of shows that there yeah. is people in his home when these, like, like really like intimate scenes are happening but then you think about it it's like does that mean that whoever's been watching this all happen has just been hiding things from people like imagine watching gina steal someone's phone and just watching it and then getting a confessional of her admitting to it but then getting a confessional of nini (laughs) acting like she doesn't know where it is and you don't want to tell her like you're just like i mean i'm pretty sure that's kind of like the role for like people who do documentaries like they're not allowed to people like stuff that's, that's true yeah like kind of reality show style 
<laughs> if they started playing reality show music, welcome back to had high school musical. Oh my god. All right, guys, that's all we have for this episode. Be sure to come and join us next week. We will be reviewing the finale episodes 9 and 10 of season 1 so that we can get ready to predict for season 2. Bye. All right, guys. Bye.